Welcome, Jedi. We've been expecting you. You're listening to the Star Wars Exchange Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Ari. Your escape to that galaxy far, far away. Okay, shut that thing off and grab some seats. What is going on, everyone, and welcome back to the Styles Exchange for another week to finally cover Tales of the Jedi. It's been a long wait. We finally got here, though. The six-episode miniseries dropped, and covering it with me today is not Mike, who's once again uh, got his own stuff going on this week, but I've got the next best thing, of course, Parks. How you doing? Um, doing very good. Um, happy to be here. Unfortunate that I'm replacing Mike again. I <laughs> apologize to the Stars Exchange community for uh for taking up mike's position more than once now it's it wasn't just a one-off thing it's starting to become a pattern well you'll see if you watch both this and the andor episode it will <laughs> yeah. be a pattern um, it most definitely is so, uh but i'm here for a good time not not to you know steal anybody's position so i'm yeah. uh, <laughs> well that's I, good I, to I'm hear gonna, that's yeah. comforting because i was getting worried there for a second <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't killed Mike yet, but uh, we'll... no, no, <laughs> Mike is safe, guys. It's all good. He's good. Mike is yeah. safe. Um. <laughs> anyway, no, we are very happy to have Parks, of course. Um. And yeah, as I said, Tales of the Jedi this week, and boy, a lot to a lot to talk about, a lot to dissect yes. here. We're gonna go through all six episodes, general conversation. You know how it works here, but uh, yeah. I mean, before we do, Parks, what do you like? What do you think of Tales coming into this series, and then? Now watching the six episodes, how how do you look at it? What's your overall sort of thinking behind it all? Um, going into it, I mean, I thought it was a cool idea. It was, I mean, Tales of the Jedi. I was I was sort of expecting something sort of akin to Star Wars Resistance, as far in as um, you know, this wouldn't be something. This wouldn't be a typical project from Lucasfilm Animation. You know, Filoni would maybe get it started, but not really have a lot of involvement in it, and it would kind of be take on like a separate identity from the other animated stuff. But, um, you know, for all intents and purposes, it's kind of another Clone Wars spinoff, a prequel spinoff. Um, Dave Filoni wrote all the shorts, I believe, uh, uh, yep. except maybe one. I don't Five remember. out of six. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's that Clone Wars animation style that we, you know, have know and love and Lucasfilm animation has gotten very good at over time. Um, so I was, you know, I was kind of excited, um, but knowing that they were shorts, I was like, I'm probably not going to get like super invested in this. This isn't like a whole season of Clone Wars or Bad Batch or whatever. Um, but I walked away from it pretty shocked at how much I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I watched the first episode and I was very easily moved to tears at the end of it. Just, you know, you, you get handed all these beautiful visuals and the music. Yeah. It was great. And I was like, dude, I'm. I'm doomed if all of these are like <laughs> this good. And I was, I mean, during the Dooku stuff, I was on the edge of my seat during the Ahsoka stuff. I was um, having a great time with that. Um, yeah. I really love this a lot. And uh, I, it, because they are shorts, they have a lot of rewatchability. I feel like, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I think they just did a bang up job on them. I, I couldn't really have asked for anything more except more shorts. Uh, this is a pretty <laughs> great format. I think for, for, you know this type of these types of stories yeah no i'm in complete agreeance for for me coming in i was like i mean i said a million times people are so sick of me hearing it but me and mike did get to watch the first episode ages ago at celebration with um 
yeah, with you know a bunch of people in that room so that was awesome so we i had like some idea of like the tone of the show at least i felt like i was like okay this is as you said you know you're like oh if everything follows this short we're doomed because yeah but um i mean <laughs> i was just i had nothing but, but but excitement going into it yeah. because um i don't know it just, it just had been that thing that always just sounded like oh like just dave filoni just writing like random shorts that he just wanted to write i was like yeah that just sounds awesome like give me that so yeah and then watching all of it re-watching the the first episode i was like wow just as good as i remember all the dooku stuff so good definitely the highlight for me was with the three dooku episodes me i think too. specifically that first dooku episode something about it. i think that really really i really the like job. the last one probably yeah. the best yeah 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 oh man i'm excited to talk about that there's one. some good moments but yeah 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 sure um and then yeah even the ahsoka episodes oh i think episode five the second ahsoka one that was potentially my second favorite as well i loved mm, yeah. that one uh but yeah i mean overall just this it, is exactly what i want it to be and i just was not let down at all i know people have some complaints about different things but for me this is this like i mean i'm giving it away already I usually do this at the end of the episode but this series is just a 10 out of 10 like it's it's perfect and as you already said more shorts like just do more of this I, yeah people are so invested in star wars animation you know parks you would know better than anyone else like how much people love series like the clone wars <laughs> rebels all that stuff like yes yeah pe people love the animated stuff and i wouldn't be surprised to see tales of the jedi you know do better than you know a series like Andor, where you know this is no disrespect to Andor at all. Absolutely love Andor, but it's like if Disney are trying to get like people to just watch their stuff, do animated styles because people are so invested in it. So yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that's that. That's my piece on Tales yeah, of the yeah. Jedi. I Beautiful. love it so much. This is cut, like cut the review right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously though, this is like one of my favorite things that yeah. I, I'm trying to just go like out of what Disney's done since they uh, you know bought the franchise. This is potentially like a top three project like wow this is just my kind of star wars like exactly what i want i yeah. couldn't be more appreciative that this came into fruition i don't know if i'd say that i mean but i you know i i am very biased towards anything lucasfilm animation related yeah. regardless yeah. so this was always going to rank high for me i think if this was yeah. like a more ambitious thing i might have been you know i might have like a sort of that that sort of this is you know this is, takes the crown uh, of all the things. Uh, had to work. Had to work the word crown in here somehow because Mike's. Oh no! no. <laughs> um, I can't do this. Uh, oh god. Okay. Sorry. We're not talking about the crown today, everyone. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, okay. But sorry, yeah, but it was still really good. Like, like, sort of. You know, the what they're going for. You know, I wouldn't say set their sights were set low, but this isn't a whole series. These are shorts, so mm. they knew what they wanted to do, and it was executed pretty much perfectly. I'd say, yeah, yeah. with maybe some things here we can talk about later that yeah. maybe have done differently. But yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> let's just let's just go through all the shorts. Let, let's start with the Dooku ones. I know Ahsoka has the first episode, but let's start with the Dooku ones, specifically that first Dooku episode. It's called Justice. Uh, pretty much, we see Qui Gon Dooku go to this planet that they see uh at least a part of it is just you know uh, it's not doing well the because of you know the political spectrum all that sort of stuff the it, it's gone you know it's gone gone to crap let's just say <laughs> and uh yeah so <laughs> dooku goes in tries to tries to sort it out ends up having his moment we're seeing yeah. like you know the darkness within all that sort of stuff um qui-gon has to save him but 
man, I, I, I think this was potentially my favorite one. I think, hmm. I don't know, just the, the tone and the way this story was told. I just, I, I was like, this just like elevates everything I know about Count Dooku and Qui-Gon yes. to like such a good level. And that's what I, that's what, why I love Clone Wars. You know, I think that's what it does for, you know, a character like Anakin. I talked about this in the pregame. Like, I think that, you know, Anakin, that, that Clone Wars was what like, you know, really backed up the prequels in, in like the best way possible. And this is on a much smaller scale, but it's just doing this with Dooku as well, which I just yeah. so appreciate. So yeah. Yeah. What, what did you think of this first short? Yeah. One. Um, I mean, I thought it was excellent. Um, I mean, I gotta say, I'm a huge fan of Jedi Dooku after just these shorts in general, but that first episode, like when he turns on the lightsaber and he's got the he's got the curved hilt still, which I thought was so cool. Yeah. Um, and I just I, I love that you I, I love how they've sort of backtracked Dooku a bit. Like, you know, he has the sort of authority and presence that you know dooku has when you see him in in the movies and in the clone wars um but this is jedi dooku you know he's diplomatic he's he's a peacekeeper you know he believes in those jedi tenets and it's so interesting to see and i think what a thing that really helped this episode for me too was sort of its placement in the episode lineup we just had that like really beautiful ahsoka episode with very flowing visuals and bright colors and lights um and and now you we cut to that and i just i it's like singed in my memory like that shot of like that desolate wasteland that they land into i'm like man and and just a standout quality really of this whole series of shorts is um uh kevin kiner's music um Mm -hmm. i mean just every single short yeah is tapping into like so many different emotions and Especially again, the contrast from episode one to two, like, you know, you had uh, just just very like that that peaceful meditative quality with the first episode, and now we're it's it's sort of um, it's a bit more I don't know melancholic or or it, it's reveling in some of that darkness, and and before we actually understand and see some of like the 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 evil unfolding or the corruption unfolding like we see it and we hear it and it, it it's such a great facilitation of like tone um so yeah. yeah and i wasn't expecting the episode to be as sorry i wasn't expecting the episode to be as um, huh. sort of plot heavy i guess uh like like compared to the yeah, first right. episode there's a lot more dialogue in this one but yeah. it was explained really well and you can see this is such a good reflection of some of the stuff that is going on in the prequels with senators sort of, you know, Mm. getting uh, too corrupt with power and overlooking the needs of their people. It's a story we see a lot in the clone wars. It's a story we see in the Phantom Menace. Um, So I, I, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think as well with like the, like the tone of the show, like uh, of this episode, sorry, like, yeah, it just perfectly matched like the you know the plot what was going on i just yes yeah, really yeah. just good visual storytelling um the other thing as well is like like you said with like the you know what the actual the plot was with you know political corruption all that sort of stuff um it like it's, it doesn't require a lot of like reading between the lines no. like it's it's pretty you know blatant but the at the same time that story yeah yeah exactly i just thought like it was still it was still like a story worth telling it was still like yeah. done in a great way where 
you know, if uh, someone, you know, a younger person can watch that and it's easily like understandable, it's not, it's not something it, you don't have to, you know, analyze it to, to death. Like you do, you do other no, things. Oh yeah. 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 But, um, I mean, I think my favorite moment of this short was two of them when, uh, uh, no, three, sorry, there's just so many. Dooku, when, when he, uh, when he starts force choking the guy and that, that, that there was like a motif or something played and I was just like, oh my God. And then when he says, uh, corruption like yours is just unacceptable or something, something like that. I was like, yeah, something really like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you can just see like, it just made me think of Anakin in a uh, clone wars when he starts yes. choking like a uh, new gunray or something in mm-hmm. the, in the cell. It's like, I was like, damn, like these two characters are actually so similar, but anyways. And then also of course, Qui-Gon coming in and kind of saving the day. And, as I said previously, it just puts so much context to to Qui-Gon's character. I'm like, I feel like that all just makes so much sense now to me. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I, I understand why Qui-Gon was how he was. And you know, the truth of the matter is if there was more Jedi like Qui-Gon, the the downfall might not have come, you know? Yeah. But but then again, like he was trained by someone with Duke. And just I just love the convoluted story of the Jedi in this era. It's it's fantastic. And I yeah. love the the yeah. time in the it, the time in which of the timeline which this story is actually set it's like before phantom menace like we don't know a whole lot that was going on before such then, an but, interesting period yeah, yeah. yeah um definitely but um yeah, yeah anything I, else to say on it i was gonna yeah. say i hadn't thought of it but that makes me like that you mentioned how similar dooku and anakin are and this is certainly something that that definitely ties into the next two episodes as well and how you can yeah. see how why qui-gon is the way he is that sort of you know, the perspective he has that that makes him a bit um, stand out from from the rest of the Jedi when we meet him in Phantom Menace. Is, yeah. It reminds me of how, I think in the past, Filoni has said, like, um, how the sort of in the prequels, like, the Jedi who, who like, Qui-Gon is probably the closest thing to, like, what a Jedi should be. And yeah. the closest another Jedi has gotten to that is Ahsoka. And you said yeah. Dooku and Anakin are similar and Qui-Gon's kind con- So that made me think of like, man, that that's such like their master apprentice relationship is such a like an interesting mirror to Anakin and Ahsoka's master apprentice relationship and how yeah. interesting it is and purposeful. I feel like that those were the two series of shorts we got, you know? Yeah. Um, which makes Definitely. me just appreciate this whole thing more. Um, yeah, exactly. Because and, you only have to look like three episodes later and Anakin is training Ahsoka, you know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. with that as well, one last thing, young Qui-Gon, he doesn't uh, get that much to sh- time to shine in this episode, I suppose, compared to Jedi Dooku. But um, I still like that he has like sort of young Obi-Wan vibes. Mm, um, yeah. I, it was just um, one thing I appreciate, you know, that sort of like master, like student quality. That was yeah. cool to see. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, um, yeah so flawless justice love that uh episode choices this one i appreciated i i did enjoy a lot um however it, it felt really similar to the, the previous it one did. I was, yeah I was, okay felt like we just saw that however it's something that what i did really like about it i love that it exposed mace windu more for who he is he's a yes <laughs> doesn't matter what the rules are he will follow them and that is i don't think that's a good thing yeah uh, and i love seeing raxus again that like that planet is so beautiful yeah match um and yeah but it was a lot just more yep corrupt senators all this sort mm-hmm. of stuff however this was i really liked the 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 final bit of this episode where they were talking about um the council and uh j- just like showing yeah like you know if you had more jedi like dooku even though you know he was probably a little bit too 
to swayed to the dark side. More Jedi like Dooku and Qui-Gon on the council, like we saw in that first episode. Yeah. Things would have gone differently, but you're, you know, when it comes to the Phantom Menace, Mace Windu is pretty much like the second in command of the Jedi. It's like, how has that happened? Look at how he, how he, you know, conducts yeah. himself in this. Because he obeys all the rules. That's not That's what all a you Jedi need to should get up be. There, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, he shows exactly what a Jedi shouldn't be. I feel like mm-hmm. so. The not exactly what a Jedi. Jedi should be, but yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but yeah, what did you think of this episode? Um, very similar thoughts. I, I, I came to appreciate, like, while a lot of it felt familiar, um, there were definitely a lot of things I appreciate. I mean. I, I Raxus, beautiful planet. It was beautiful in Bad Batch, and it's just great to see even more of it here. Um, this is probably like the most plot-heavy episode, writing-heavy episode. I feel like of of the six, uh, just from thinking about all of them. Um, you know, there is, I think, a lot you can sort of pull from, sort of how they explain this sort of Jedi murder mystery in uh, over however long the episode is. Um, there's some really awesome Jedi lightsaber combat with the droids, which is always cool to see. And, you know, it's always entertaining, but, um, I, yeah, I, I like that it was a Mace Windu team up. So you could see the contrast between these two figures. Yeah. Uh, you know, you think of Dooku as sort of being like this, you know, on the frontline Sith Lord during the Clone Wars. Well, Mace Windu's like the, on the frontline Jedi during that time, you know, being, yeah. you know, co-command of the Jedi council. Um, and I like that, you know, even if you don't are, aren't paying a t- super close attention to like those sort of um, Raxus's feelings about the Jedi and about how they're puppets for the Senate, you know, which is not something that is explicitly said too often in the prequels, um, but is said a few times in the Clone Wars and we get it here that you can understand, like you're saying with the previous short, like a young viewer can watch this and understand very simply like, you know, this is a bad situation, like a corrupt situation. Someone who follows all the rules is not needed to handle it. You need someone yeah. who's going to be a little more flexible about them. But yeah. Dooku's not quite that person. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I really love that bit at the end with Coruscant. Um, you know, sort of talking with Windu about like, did he know there was going to be a council scene? Mm. I love the the ambiguity yeah. of that. You know, like. Yeah it's not swept under the rug it becomes a skepticism of dooku whether or not it actually um and and again music there i i sort of tapping into the ambiguity of that um that like despite you know this sort of telling a similar story this episode made me like want a dooku sort of series i guess i mean (laughs) you can make a series about any of these characters but um yeah i was like man like this is so interesting like yeah if not that like let's look more at the jedi during this time and i mean that's what we're doing with this show but it's just so interesting you know yeah Uh, Yeah. and i know there's a book i haven't read it but yeah i I was just gonna mention i i don't actually i haven't read into dooku jedi lost i haven't Mm -hmm. read the book and i don't know if the book has been uh you know retconned in any way but this is probably the wrong podcast to listen to i can speak to the ahsoka book slightly yeah uh not the dooku one but Something I wanted to touch on as well with this episode was I think uh, it what I found interesting is that you can sort of see like the dynamic th- between these two characters. I don't think Mace Windu has any respect for the way Dooku goes about it. I think he Mace thinks that Dooku lacks like integrity and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, and like he even but then Dooku says that line where he's like, um, the way you follow the rules is sometimes like you know quite admirable, but it's also uh, I can't remember exactly, but it's also like. Uh, not at the same time pretty mm-hmm. much 
Um, But then what what ends up happening with Dooku with his fall and all that, I feel like that validates Mace's way of thinking. He's like, well, see, like thinking like that just puts you down that path. But what the way I did it, it put me, uh, you know, second in command on the Jedi Council. So, you know, it, it, it makes him think that, he does know what's up. And so when it comes to a situation like it did with Anakin in episode yeah. three, he's like, well, he just doubles down I, on it more. Yeah, I think yeah. I know what, what's up here. So Man. yeah. Mace Windu. <laughs> I know. We don't, we hate you, Mace Windu. We hate you. <laughs> nah, uh, Mace Windu probably gets a little more flack than he deserves, but he's definitely like <laughs> the, the, like, yeah, if you're going to point at any Jedi who's like, this is like, the Jedi going off path makes windows right there in front going, don't worry guys. Like we're doing the right thing when we're not, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, oh, exactly. man, it's, it, it, yeah, it's stories like this. Like, you know, people will say, you know, why do we need to encircle? Why do we make, make prequels to prequels? Like, why do we need a prequel yeah. to the clone wars with these characters stories? It's because there's so many layers to the tragedy that unfolds in the clone wars and the prequels yeah. and the order 66 and the fall of the Jedi that like stories like these. And when you, when you lean into, one of the, the the dozens of characters that are in that time and examine their perspective, like you get something like really potentially really meaningful out of it. And yeah, with Mace Windu, like, like you just said, like that adds a new perspective to Anakin where in Windu's head, he's thinking, Oh, Dooku, like I know what to do about, like, I'm just going to push even further on this, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, he's like, and- we, we were too late last time. I can, I can get like a foot ahead of the game now and just, get rid of Anakin or what, whatever yeah, it is. So, yeah. 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 Exactly. So, right. Yeah. And I think another thing with this short is it, it was kind of simple, but I think it just showed, I, I don't know how much time had passed in between uh, the first Dooku one and this one, but you could just already see, okay, he's much further down the path of the dark side than he already is. In the first one, it was the disillusionment. And, yeah. and this one, it was just like, what did he do? He's just killing all the cards. Like it was nothing. And like, it's, it's like a yeah. very subtle thing in the writing and, as well shout out to Corey burton love that guy's oh, voice yeah. um yeah. i love in the first episode i was like man yeah this is probably what a younger dooku sounds like you know mm-hmm. sans like the, the clone wars dooku um and then in this short like he sounds older i'm like i don't know how you're yeah. doing that i mean i know how you are i i get that you're used to playing older dooku so i know how you're doing that but how you made him sound young in the previous episode that's kind of wild um yeah so yeah shout out to Corey burton yeah, he did well. And another just completely random thing, but I was just going to say, you said Dooku, like, the, the voice was great. He looked great. And this, this yes. whole series looks so good. Like, how good yes. is the animation? Like, yes. some of these some of these just, like, gorgeous shots that I'm like, how is this an animated show? Like, what is going on? This is just, like, yeah. beautiful. Like, if yeah. you look at how far this animation has come from, like, the Clone Wars movie to now, like, wow. <laughs> it's insane. It's And it's been worth, uh, like it's been worth just sitting through watching this progress Absolutely. over time, you know, you know, yeah. you would know better than anyone else, but um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else to say on this short before we move on to the next one? Uh, I think I've kind of summed up my thoughts. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just there with you with the animation. Like I just remember being blown away watching season six and like the Yoda episodes when those came out when I was, when I was younger yeah. and yeah. It, that feeling just has not stopped. Like the studio. Yeah. I, I yeah i'm just a fan of everything they do like even in <laughs> rebels though it's switching to a, it was switching to a different style like by the end of that show there were so many shots where i was like dude oh this looks God, crazy yeah. like i don't know how they do that definitely. they're just super talented yeah definitely um but yeah let's move on to the next one the sith lord you said this one might be your favorite of all the shorts i think so 
All right, you yeah. get you get us started on it then. Tell, tell right. us about it. <laughs> um, I mean, right away, like it just feels like something really bad is about to happen. I don't know why that per se. I think it was just well, the Camino being deleted was one thing. I did not expect to see something that like important to the the movie story a pop up in this. Um, but you know that sort of sort of we start off with that. I think the Kiner music is, is, you know, getting a bit to that dark point. Obviously the episode's called the Sith Lord. So I'm like, shoot, this is gonna, this is gonna go somewhere really dark. Um, But, but I I think what's so great is like, you know, we spent a lot of time with Yaddle in this Um, great character, by the way. Oh yeah. Shout um, out to Yaddle. Yaddle, Yaddle fan, Yaddle stands win every time, you know, Uh, but (laughs) that's right. Uh, and Bryce Dallas Howard did a really good job with the voice too. Um, for sure. Which people pointed out, it's like, dude, like, so Yoda's just a weirdo then for talking in riddles. <laughs> yeah, I know. Confirmed. Man, that's a that's a whole other conversation because I think yeah. that was already revealed, like maybe in a High Republic story or something like that. Yeah. But I was like, are they? I wonder what you know. Dave Filoni is loves retconning uh, the, the expanded universe. Of course. So I was like, maybe he was just like rectify that entails, but apparently Yoda is just a weirdo. Just a weirdo. Yeah, love that. Yeah um or maybe but, yaddle's a weirdo i guess when we see grogu hmm. talk we'll find out i'm inclined to think yoda's the weirdo because <laughs> yeah, for, for those who've played like knights of the republic like there is a, a yoda type species character in that game and they also talk normally and yeah. then that's also the case in the older public video game there's another one that talks normally there and now we have yaddle the case is looking real incriminating yeah. for yoda it's, it's not looking good for yoda um <laughs> yeah but anyway um and i like that like dooku's not full-blown resigned to the dark yet um and like that dialogue with sidious toward the end too is so so telling you know that he's like i've done so many horrible things like that he's on this pendulum and he 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 has regrets and is not sure if he's doing the right thing and um that bit where he's talking to yaddle and she's like you know the it, it it's again like such a testament to the writing here that I bought Yaddle and Dooku as good friends up to this point. That when yeah. she's talking to Dooku and is like, you know, we can fix this. Like, yeah. I you're not gonna get in too much trouble for this. That I like believed her, and I was like, man, like that's so nice of Yaddle. But then yeah. you know he's like, no, I have to, I have to, you know, when you just start down that dark path, forever it dominates your destiny. Um, and my jaw was on the floor when the door came down. I was like, bro, like, oh, yeah. that's how Yaddle yeah. dies. But then the amazing thing is yeah. she does it. She pushes yeah. it up. And I'm yeah. like, at that point, I'm like, I don't know. I was on the edge of my seat. I, I love that. Um, yeah. And then Dooku's sort of final choice there, killing Yaddle. Uh, oh, man. That was just, awful. like, so grim. Like, I was like, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a Star Wars death just be like, <laughs> I don't no even hopeless. know. I was just like what yeah. like did they really just do that because i remember at celebration feloni was like oh you know i wrote these during covid i was pretty it was a pretty dark period for me like they can be they can be kind of dark at times i was like okay i understand and then the first duke episode i was like i see what he means like it's, it's pretty grim and then like what the, he meant the final when... one i was just like what yeah but yeah. boy yeah anyway. that was absolutely insane um and and by the end it really made me appreciate like Dooku a lot. I've, I've, Dooku has just risen to be one of the most interesting characters for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he got the mall treatment, you could say. Um, mm, mm. Yeah. Really great. What did you yeah. think of it? 
I yeah, I mean, I absolutely loved it as well. Just because it wasn't my favorite doesn't mean I love it. But oh, for sure. Um, I I like agree with what you said about like the starting of it with him deleting Kamina off the the archives. I was like, wow, yeah, I just didn't expect to see like such a like important thing to the movies yeah. happen in like Tales of the Jedi. But that's that's Dave Filoni for you. So yeah, and I absolutely loved uh, him going up to Joe Castanu and just the whole time. I just have forever held it against Joe Castanu, just her sassy attitude in Attack of the Clones. Like, if it is <laughs> if it is not on the files, then it does not exist. I was like, yeah. well, you were right there when when he was taking it off the files. So who are you yeah. to, to be running this library, Joe Castanu? But to be fair, she did gain my respect back in the Vader comics. But uh, anyway, yeah. I was just like, Joe Castanu, you can you can get stuffed. Um, <laughs> anyway, bro, she's come on, she's just a Jedi librarian. <laughs> no. Not not binary. You can't be rude to Obi Wan like that. But uh, anyway, okay. What I didn't expect was for this short to take place during the Phantom Menace. I did not realize that that was going to be the case. And I loved seeing Qui Gon. Like this is Qui Gon in um in the Phantom Menace. Like the Phantom Menace is going on. He's probably just got back from Tatooine and stuff. And oh my god, I loved it. Liam Neeson coming back as well. So cool. We've got Liam Neeson twice in one year. Like how good is that? um as we were saying and stay winning yeah i know right (laughs) well i mean as i was saying earlier it's like qui-gon is just such an awesome character he just deserves this treatment so Mm -hmm. good for him um but yeah no i loved the the oh my god count dooku saying uh, oh i've heard great things about your apprentice i can't wait to meet him one day i was like man dave filoni stop it man stop it (laughs) like he did the same thing with the siege of mandalore where it's like yeah, you know, exactly. all these characters are saying stuff where it's like, oh, how ironic that's going to end up being, you know. So it's yeah. just, yeah. Oh, man. And then uh, something else I just learned, like Dooku standing at that tree being like, Qui-Gon loved this tree. And, and I, I really fully did not realize that the time had jumped to Qui-Gon had died at that point. And when uh, Yaddle oh, or true. someone revealed that that had what had happened, I just got chills throughout my whole body. I was like, wow. Like he was really... Yeah hard done by it and then even hearing him being like to palpatine like what is this like why did qui-gon jinn have to die for for alpines to go forward i was like wow like you can really feel that and he says i lost an apprentice and so you lose one too and i was just like god like this is so it's i hate how like it's like yeah poetic but twisted like yeah yeah poetically twisted yeah that's a great way to put it yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just agree with everything you said about Yaddle at the end. That, I, I was really heartbroken. Well, I mean, obviously everyone was, but the way she was like, it's okay. Like, just come stand with me. Whatever's happened, I don't care. Just come stand with me. I'm like, Jedi need to be more like that instead of like, oh, like you've broken the rules. Like you're a traitor. She was like, I don't care what you've done. Come and stand yeah. with me and let's let's deal with this. And, and there then, goes another one of the good Jedi, you know. Yeah, exactly. Man, all these, Ahsoka's the only one that can seem to make it through out of like the good Jedi. Yeah, but, yeah yeah uh obi-wan I too mean, i guess true true yeah um but yeah I, I, that's all i have to say about it. it it was phenomenal it was yeah probably my third favorite of of, of the six if we're ranking yeah. them but yeah yeah no I, um, I i i loved it and i love the uh the the bit as well that awesome obviously awesome scene i've mentioned already but when yaddles like for, has holding the door with the force um the yeah. two thoughts that crossed my mind were this kind of looks like a smiley face with like teeth, the door, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, <laughs> what? Not, that was like, it crossed my mind and I was okay. like, okay. that's not important. That's not important. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny to bring it up. Anyway, the, the second I thought was, enough. um, just like, um, 
the light hitting his face and like you can see like the the i don't remember what palpatine's expression was but his expression is that of like he's contemplating and it's that it's that same sort of thing you see with kylo ren and force awakens mm. uh when he's talking to han on the bridge yeah. you got the light on his face and it goes away and parallel um yeah. so i i love that that sort of a visual language now in star wars for like light side dark side literally being portrayed you know obviously yeah, the yeah. visuals visual are telling storytelling story. yeah yeah great 10 out of 10 great stuff fantastic yeah. yeah yeah well that is the dooku stuff and i i've only watched tales once just because it has been a hectic week however too, i yeah. cannot wait to watch all of these just over and over again i think yep. this next episode that we're talking about this is a good segue life and death man if i could just wrap this one up this is like this is just like a comfort 15 minutes like this just makes me yes. feel comfortable and just safe and i was like man and you know as i said already i had already watched it but but uh seeing it again i was like man just reiterated how, how i remember feeling that first time like yeah just so so beautiful i just yeah like no we don't need to see ahsoka as a baby i, I just don't think that's what it's about I, I don't really care that it's ahsoka to be honest as much as i love that moment at the end of the episode where the elder is like ahsoka is jedi just this whole episode it, it, i don't care if it's ahsoka or not just like and i don't even care if it's star wars or not i'm like this is just a beautiful story and like Absolutely. i don't really have a lot to say about it i'm not going to analyze yeah. it and be like oh on, on frame 10 13 ahsoka did this which means you know i'm like you're That's playing i shouldn't that. so i won't do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i i'm just like no nah. man this show was so damn beautiful i just it love is, it to death. Yeah. What, did, what did what did you think um i i mean i love that it starts with her being born i mean it's just a cool moment to see i guess i mean ahsoka's yeah. my like my favorite star wars character, yeah yeah so i was I'm... just about to point out ahsoka is your favorite character so like were you like damn like because for me i'm like you know for me it's ezra i'm like i don't really feel like i need to see ezra's you know <laughs> getting his birth or anything like that <laughs> yeah but yeah. uh for you as ahsoka being your favorite were you like this is what i needed or were you just like this is just so cool that it exists <laughs> well i didn't like... say this is what i needed but <laughs> yeah. i just thought like i mean just how beautiful of a moment it is like like you said it could have been anyone but that sort yeah. of beauty brims throughout the whole episode and that it's a character like ahsoka being born and that it's a it's a community thing for the village to run in um yeah. especially the guy running into frame being like i'm i'm a father i'm a dad now or whatever he says yeah, yeah. um i'm not misremembering that am i that's what he says right some i think so or i'm having a child yeah. i don't remember um <laughs> sorry sorry Star there was some running and screaming that happened we can interpret it like that exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah between the lines um yeah. but i and i and um you know uh so this is a deep cut for some some star wars gamers out there but uh you know growing up when you had clone wars there was an online game called uh clone wars adventures that you could play which mm. you know basically when a new episode did come out you could like buy some of the the outfits or whatever and put on your character and run around with it it was cool um my character was a tagruda which is you know soka species which i've always loved their like thing and um when i was you know at that time as well i was like you know i would i i dabbled in like you know i hesitate to use this word now because it's it has so many implications i don't but like i wrote little fan fiction about my character <laughs> uh and about like shili which is the planet i presume it's this planet so for me it's really cool like that's just the, the the star wars nerd in me finding it really cool to see this planet to yeah. see these people um yeah and uh it, it was just a really good way to kick this kick off all the shorts 
um because because yeah. it really it sort of like uh really treats you with with great visuals great music i mean it speaks oh, for itself man. you know it, it, it's exactly right it really yeah. does just speak for itself it, yeah. like i posted a uh the other day but like that shot of ahsoka like reaching out toward like the nose of the big creature and it just sitting there like i was like i i remember seeing that and just being like oh my god i am in love with this <laughs> like yeah. this is just fantastic so good i'm just like i just feel like emotional just talking about how just beautiful it was i didn't even oh yeah i, don't know. <laughs> I mean just beautiful amazing. to the point that it got me like in tears at the end like yeah. anytime they play any part of like ahsoka's like oh, light motif, i'm like bro stop <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> it reminds me of of luke in last jedi when when r2 plays um the layers message in a new hope yeah. and he looks at him and he's like that was a cheap move i was like that's how i feel cheap every time move. they play a social music yeah absolutely. um but yeah that's uh that was life and death what a beautiful short this next one episode five ahsoka's second one oh my goodness this this was something else and this is i was like 10 minutes yeah this will be cool to see like you know what anakin was probably like a, a really nasty teacher at times like this will be great but uh, this is just not what I expected to see at all. There's really not a lot to say about it. I mean, yeah. I'm confused about... Uh, this is just so detached. I, I don't even really care about it. I'm confused what's going on with... Why is Obi-Wan's hair different? Why is Ahsoka dressed different? What's going on with the timeline? I don't understand. Whatever. That's just all Star Wars crap. The story is... It, this is. I'm starting to have an understanding for why Filoni's like, yeah, 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 con continuity, sure, but storytelling above all else. Like... I, I'm a, I'm a continuity nerd. Like, look at all these books and comics behind me. Like, I, I want them to stay, you know, true to, to all Consistent. that. Yeah. But, you know, I, at the end of the day, it, it annoys me that it happens, but I'm like, look, good storytelling is good storytelling, and, and that is just how, how it's going to be, and and whatever. We got to deal with it. But uh, so just to put all that to, aside, I was uh, really just, I don't even know. This, this just made me think so much about so many things, but... No, nothing got the reaction out of me the way that uh when it cuts to siege of mandalore ahsoka says yeah. thank you for all that uh thank goodness for all that training or rex says or whatever that door opens <laughs> i was just like what like it was just my whole the way i had watched that whole short just like my perspective just completely changed i was like yeah. wow but i don't know what what do you think of this this was just phenomenal yeah um i really enjoyed this not one of my favorite ones but i mean like like you said before they're all excellent um, I can only presume like the Star Wars stuff, like, I just want to make this quick comment, not like it's something to resolve. Like you said, the sure. story is what matters, but, yeah. um, it is a little strange that, that it's sort of implied that Anakin's hair grows that slowly over the course of like three years. So, and, yeah. and same with Obi-Wan. So I just sort of took it as, oh, they're just in between haircuts in this episode. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> but other than that it's not that um, important really <laughs> it's not important no um this was fascinating because obviously ahsoka's you know a really good student at the start training with the the bots but and you know we we you know anakin through the clone wars such a complex character like he has that sort of the capacity to make you know really dark decisions to to sort of elicit the same kind of justice that we see from dooku and in, in his shorts but um, I was expecting him to be a little more like compassionate towards Ahsoka, but he mm. was really putting her through the ringer here. And I was yeah. like, man, like this is, 
I, I like, I don't know if you could quite say abusive, but it, it <laughs> it's, it, it's awful. Like yeah. how much he was put through that. And I mean, it's, it's definitely in a gray area. <laughs> exactly. It's in that yeah. gray area. And it's so interesting because so much of their relationship in the Clone Wars is like, you know, uh, a respectful, loving one where, yeah. you know, Anakin, Ahsoka is, is Anakin's greatest pride of maybe anything in his life. Um, but now we kind of get like this, I don't know, a darker side of the relationship you've never seen, perhaps, where, you know, Ahsoka is as good and Anakin is as proud of Ahsoka because he's putting her through all of this. Yeah. Um, and and um, that she's having to try over and over. Oh, man. Yeah. And I, I love their I should say I love the way their conversation at the beginning is shot and directed. Um, oh, yeah. They're by the window and they keep looking yeah. for Jedi who mm-hmm. are passing by because it's almost like they both understand like this is not like the Jedi would not approve of this. Yeah. Um, it's a very like unconventional master apprentice relationship. Absolutely. In, 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 a, in a good way, I would argue. But yeah. I mean, I, I, and I love, yeah, and I love that it, it sort of shows you more about their dynamic in that, like, they have mm. their own way of, both of them have their both agreed upon way of doing things that yeah. they know the other Jedi wouldn't do, but th- this is the system that they've developed. Like, this is how they, it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that last cut at the end to Siege of Mandalore was unexpected. Um, for me, I felt it was maybe unnecessary because uh, to me, like, watching all this i i thought of like two things really i thought of um you know when ahsoka's getting chased in the uh, the wrong jedi arc in season five and she's deflecting all those clones which is no small part to this of course um and of course i thought of siege of mandalore when she's having literally during the whole episode having to defend herself from clones um and i to me that was implied but then they show it okay so for me that's where i feel it's unnecessary but um it still again adds that ambiguity where rex goes like thank like let's hope all that practice pays off yeah um where it's like dude like that was already like a kind of an unethical way to train your student in the eyes of the jedi but now like in this crazy you know awful turn of events where the clones have betrayed the jedi like you actually need that um I, I literally just yeah. got chills. I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, oh my god, I need to go watch that episode of Siege of Mandalore again. Because I always, I always thought of that moment in season five as being like Ahsoka's prepper for Siege of Mandalore because she's having to defend her right. life. Okay. Okay. I always thought of it as that, but now there's even more to it where that prepared her for this, prepared her yeah. for that. I, um, yeah, yeah. I would say. I think from I, I understand that point of view. It's like they're kind of uh, in the sense you're like, oh, it's, it's we get it. Like you didn't need to show up, but yeah. for, for my for mine, I kind of thought like I definitely thought of uh you know the season Ahsoka's final arc as a Jedi. I was like great, but I just wasn't thinking about Siege of Mandalore at all at, at the time, at least. And so when that did appear, I was like, oh my god, you just like I I don't know, I can't, I'm lost for words on it, but yeah. I can't believe it, but um something with like the you know the unethical training or, or whatever you want to call it it's like i think for me i i don't know if this is like controversial or what it is but i was like i and and it's only okay because i think ahsoka was willing to to go through yes. it yes yeah i i loved that anakin was it was like the lesson was almost and it, it's a simple lesson it's a very simple lesson but i think it's an important one is that you're going to get knocked down over and over and over and over and over again 
get back up every time. You know, yeah. you hear that from, from your parents when you're like six years old. Every time you get knocked over, get back up. But I was like, this was just such a beautiful portrayal of that lesson almost where I was yeah. just like, this is fantastic. And I love that like it, I, I almost want to use this short for like motivation. Like when you're feeling down, you need that <laughs> motivation. Watch this for 10 minutes. It and is, it's like, yeah. it's just, she's getting knocked down every time, every time. And yeah. you know, when she still becomes a pro, she's still getting knocked down after five minutes, you know, but, Absolutely. and then, you know, I, I don't know. I just, and, and it's only okay. Cause once again, Ahsoka, I think she, she was willing to, to go through that training. She was, she trusted Anakin with, with that. But yeah, man, I, uh, I love this short so much. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the one that I want to rewatch the most, even though it's not my favorite, it's the one I want to rewatch the most just because watching it with the context of what happens at the end, I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. You made yeah. me think of something else. Cause Luke has a line in the book of Boba Fett when he's talking to Grogu and he says, get up, always get up yeah um true. so there's Filoni connecting all this stuff and all yeah. the dialogue and the, the subtle ways of doing things and i guess there is like a, a sort of an exercise parallel to ahsoka she's literally going to the point of uh of where she can't do it anymore you know that's that's how yeah. you know yeah um <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm with you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah you, you i mean you've given me a couple things to appreciate about the episode that i didn't necessarily do before um yeah, no, it's cool. And also, shout out to um, small thing, but of course, I was like, Filoni! Uh, uh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I think I was going to say. I got a little outraged there, and it, it <laughs> screwed me up a little bit. Uh, no, not Filoni in a bad way, either. Just like, Filoni, I see what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Where, uh, what? I think the first time Ahsoka gets knocked out, um, Anakin says something, and he's like, uh jesse i forget but there was some exchange oh with jesse. yeah yeah and yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah. No, this is I the know, guy yeah. that was, she's gonna be dealing it, with stop but... it, please <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah so good so yeah good. just I, the I, irony I, of everything yeah you know? man i'm just gushing over this series it's just so good i, I actually thought you were going to yeah. point out the just the caleb doom uh oh that too uh, appearance at the start i was yeah. kind of like oh man really like I, like i I, oh my god, I was so close to swearing. <laughs> I effing love Kanan so much. Yeah. But I was like, uh, I, I was like, oh, wow, okay, great. But in a good way, I was like, yeah, good. Love you, Kanan. Yeah, you, yeah, it's a pretty like, innocuous appearance. And yeah, I mean, what I saw like a fun like fan comic today where it was like how they now imagine Kanan like meeting Ahsoka and Rebels was. And it's like yeah. Kanan being like, oh my God, you're Ahsoka. I'm your biggest fan. And yeah, you know, all that yeah. stuff. So For real. Uh, it's cool. It, it's 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 yeah. making those connections, I guess. Which for a series this short, like I think is totally, it's okay, you know. Yeah. It, it's just, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Um, yeah, definitely. And it, it's not like they, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't anything too obvious in my, in my book at least. But whatever. Anyway, let's move on to the final short, the, the finale of the series. Now, let's just get this out of the way. Okay, it, it changes a lot of the details in the Ahsoka yes. book. I haven't read the Ahsoka book for like six years or something. Like it's been, oh, when it came out is when I read yeah. it. I don't know when that was. It was a long time ago. Um, I did reread parts of it after Siege of Mandalore because I wanted to see what parts Siege of Mandalore retconned from the book. But the same way that it retconned Siege of Mandalore, it's, from my memory, mind you, I have not gone and watched a breakdown video on, on every little detail that it changed. But from my memory... It, it doesn't change a lot. It, it's, it does change details, like pretty important details, but I feel like the broad strokes of the, um, the story and what's actually important is fine. And, you know, people are going to feel differently about different things. For me, like the Kanan comic retcon was just gut-wrenching because I'm in love with those comics. I'm mm -hmm. not really in love with the Ahsoka book, so I was kind of like, eh, well, like, yeah. 
I like yeah. it, but I'm just like, mm, yeah. okay, sure. I prefer see that story come to life on the screen than yeah. than never see it. If that if it means I have to get a bit of a retcon, so be it. Anyway, but um, that's sort of that conversation out of the way. Um, I will say this was probably the weakest short, not in a bad way. Still enjoyed it. I would agree. I think yeah. I think I was slightly let down by the Padme's funeral bit just because. I feel like everything they showed in the trailer is what happened. We didn't really get anything extra to that. And mm. I was really looking forward to seeing what that would actually look like. Uh, I don't know what more they could have done, to be honest, but I kind of was like, oh man, it's such a like a an epic, but also heartbreaking moment that Ahsoka is at that funeral. And it's like, I don't know. I just thought we could have seen a bit more there, but that is what it is. Love seeing Bale. Obviously that does, that does tie in pretty closely with the Ahsoka story. And then, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, I was just, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I like seeing Ahsoka, you know, get to that Inquisitor in like uh, as easy as she, as easy as it is, like she does in, in Rebels with the Seventh Sister. Um, yeah. And then at the end, are you ready to join the fight? She's like, well, guess I am. Guess I don't know. If, I don't really know if she, if that was like, I have no choice. Like, that's just what I inevitably am going to do. Or, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was good though. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm mostly in agreement. I, I probably my favorite part of the episode was that initial Padme funeral bit, actually, because I mean, yeah, obviously, right. just seeing anything recreated in animation is always cool. Um, yeah. Of course, the That's hope true. is that, you know, we're not just retelling the same story over and over. We're telling new stories. But the yeah. moment that like really got me and this is a testament to Ashley Eckstein. Um, when Bale's like, why did you come? It's so dangerous. And she takes like a second to respond. And she says, uh, she was my friend. Mm-hmm. And just the way Ashley Eckstein delivered that line, like so yeah. brief, like just, just it kicked me, man. I was like, dude, like that's, oh, that it's, it's, it's so real. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, and, and again, like I just love the subtle ways of world building we see in these shorts sometimes uh, with the clones asking for Bale's identification, even though he's like a senator. Like, you yeah. know, it's, it's, you know, it's like, man, like, yeah, if, if, if you didn't see why the empire's like kind of not good, like again, yeah. you know, here's another sort of uh, almost to, yeah. just to interrupt for one second as well. Mm-hmm. I, I was almost thinking like, Bay, like it, it would have almost been all right for Bale to go like, what do you, I'm, I'm a Senator. What, like we asked yeah. me for identification for, but also it speaks well to his character that he was just like, okay, here's my identification. If yes. Senator like Unfri Tar got asked for his identification, he would have been like, me? I have to give my <laughs> identification? Do you know who I am? Like, yeah, so I was yeah. kind of like, that just shows that Bale is, you know, he's not he's a humble guy. Ego. Yeah, he's humble. He doesn't have a big yeah, ego. Yeah, yeah. Or an inflated ego. The the yeah. rest of the short, uh, I mean, braided a lot on familiarity, obviously, with the book. Um, yeah, that, I mean, being as chronically on Twitter as I am, um, there has been it feels like a war has been started over uh, the, the canon issue with that episode, oh, but um, yeah, I can't, but I can't do another canon. I was gonna say, don't, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying. I'm just sort of staying out of it. My my yeah. view, because it pertains to my opinion of the episode, is that you know they are telling similar stories. Ahsoka fights an Inquisitor. She she gets back into the fight, so to speak. Yeah. She is on a farm, um, but they are to me like exist in my mind as two different stories whether or not they're both canon like doesn't matter it's that what you get from one story is watching a character very similar to i guess obi-wan in the obi-wan show the summer you know going through that arc of maybe hopelessness or trying to run from who they are and then 
embracing it by the end. Um, and obviously, I mean, you know, it's been shown in all the trailers. I kind of wish it wasn't because the visual would have been more surprising to me. But when Ahsoka walks up at the end and all the houses are on fire, mm. I was like, dude, like this is like this is killer. Like such a cool visual. Yeah. Um, but it, it also kind of parallels that shot of her in Siege of Mandalore where she lands on the surface and everything like explodes behind her. I don't know. That's random. I just am looking at that picture in my room right now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, true. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a cool detail. Um uh, but I would still like recommend the book to people. Like if, if you were an Ahsoka fan that hasn't changed before, I wouldn't say, Oh, you can watch the short and you're good. Like right. I still recommend the book. Um, uh, Cause you do get like different, you do have a different experience here. One's not overriding the other. That's just my view on that. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was solid. It was fun. Um, I, I, uh, I, I, I liked it and it, it, it sort of, um, you know, it, it, it was a good way to end off the shorts being that the Dooku ones kind of end in a sort of a hopeless place with Dooku sort of giving up his his right of being a Jedi, yeah. becoming a Sith Lord. But here's Ahsoka picking that mantle back up and going, I'll do it, you know. Yeah. Um, and if all you know of Ahsoka is this on screen story, you know, not the book or any anything else like that. Um, now you get to see her journey through the Clone Wars. Uh, you get the moment where she gives up gets back into it her fight in rebels and that legacy of that in mandalorian so um yeah. good job feloni you just keep Definitely. you know we know everything we know absolutely everything about ahsoka now absolutely yeah. everything. <laughs> well oh man I, i'm sure he's gonna find a lot more more, more to say there Which, is a show called ahsoka yeah. coming out yeah <laughs> true i didn't even think of that but very yeah. true uh but matt that, that is tales of the jedi i mean what a series that was that was a true a true blast one of just my favorite things that i it was such i i really had a nice Solid, viewing yeah. experience of it as well um like i was just sitting watching with my dad my brother my girlfriend i was just like this is just this is awesome like, I, I was yeah. just having the best time ever um so yeah fantastic stuff um do you have any like summarizing thoughts you want to give give a rating for the series i know i know uh people are like oh arbitrary ratings but i want i want to hear art rating out of 10 of Tales of the Jedi. <laughs> the hardcore rating out of 10. Yeah. Um, I'll go right there with you. I'll go 10 out of 10. I mean, I could be a little nitpicky and say 9 out of 10 or, or yeah. you know, because I thought that scene was unnecessary. But, I mean, it's just such a complete experience, you know, and watching it from start to finish is like, you know, it's like that thing you said where you're watching with your family. Like, I've only watched it by myself, but I know, like, yeah, my uh, my mom's on vacation right now, but when she gets back, I'm going to watch all these shorts with her because I watched yeah. the Clone Wars with my parents when I was growing up. That's and, awesome. Um, this is such a like and it just there was so much depth to all these stories that I wasn't really expecting, um, like reflecting core ideas of the prequels and the Clone Wars in just a short amount of time without feeling overstuffed. Um, yeah, this is Lucas and Lucasfilm animation at their at their apex, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I would love I mean, and in general, this is such a great format to tell stories, not even about Jedi, but really about anything in Star Wars. Because um, there's so many different corners of the galaxy you can zoom in on. Um, yeah, I, I, I it was great. Um, bring us more. And you can go to other writers than Dave Filoni. You can, yeah, heck, sure. I mean, it would be kind of like a unconventional thing, but, you know, Tony Gilroy's, you know, working on more Lucasfilm stuff in the future. Ask him to write a, a Star Wars short about something and ask yeah. another writer to do a short on something. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool, cool to see all these visions come to life. 
I'm with you. Couldn't have said it better myself. Let's just, please, 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 please. More Tales of the Jedi coming in the future. This, this was so good. Uh, yeah, we loved it. It was fantastic. As I already said, 10 out of 10. Beautiful series. Please give us more. <laughs> but that is that for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Make sure make sure you check out Park's Artor on YouTube. He has, If you like Styles Animation and you haven't seen Artor's videos, go and watch them right now. A three-part ser- docu-series on Clone Wars, Rebels, Fallen Order, Bad Batch, Mandalorian. So many good videos. Go check out his channel. I'll put the link below. Um, and, of course, where can people find you on uh, it's the socials? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Parks Harmon and Parks Harmon on Instagram. Absolutely. Get on it. You can find me uh, uh, on Instagram at Styles underscore exchange. Make sure you follow the podcast page at the SW exchange. That is all for today. Thanks very much for watching. May the force be with you always. Take care, everybody.